Battle Ready Broadcast, believing what it says. Okay, welcome back to Battle Ready. Thank you for joining us on another Saturday night. We are in Revelation, and we are in Chapter 7. Um, we are going to have Laura lead us in while I hook us up so I can hear your comments. If you have comments, please please don't hesitate to sh say things so we can answer and use your comments in our, um, in our lesson tonight. So, we are in Revelation Chapter 7. Laura, lead us in. When Revelation Chapter 6, we watched that that seal that was opened by the Lamb, one seal at a time opened, God's, God's wrath restrained, mm -hmm. right? One thing at a time happened on the earth. We saw the, what, the Antichrist come into power. We saw that, that we have, at the end of it, if I just read the last couple verses, by the time we got to the end of chapter 6, what we see that's going to happen, and the kings of the earth, and the great men, and the rich man, and the chief captains, the mighty men, and every bondman, and every freeman hid themselves in the dens and in the rocks, of the mountains and said to the mountains and rocks fall on us and hide us from the face of him that sitteth on the throne and from the wrath of the lamb mm -hmm. for the great day of his wrath is come and who shall be able to stand and and this is just the beginning really it, mm -hmm. as these seals are opened and things start happening on the earth we talked about the disease mm -hmm. and the, the pattern the of that mm -hmm. and I, to start this lesson I kind of wanted to revisit that idea of a pattern again just to introduce chapter 7 these are prophecies God gave John, his disciple, on the Isle of Patmos to tell us what Christ is like and what, what the future holds for, for the earth, mm -hmm. right? And that just, it, if you're it, just now with us, that's what we're talking Jesus, about. Right? It's the but, revelation. But we're really not, what's really not being, re, it is being revealed what will happen, but more importantly, who he is mm -hmm. and what he is like and how he can be trusted. And, and I want to just go over that, but I want to talk about the pattern because there are people who read the book of Revelation and they will say everything that happened, everything that's written there has already happened. I disagree completely with you on that, but I can tell you that in a way you're right mm -hmm. because everything has happened and is happening and it's going to happen. And it's going to happen. Mm -hmm. It's like... That's what he said to when, the beginning. And that's right what he was, says in the beginning. Right what is. And yeah. let me t tell you what I mean by that so maybe you can see where I'm coming from if you have a different point of view. And I'm always glad to hear what other people think too, mm -hmm. so share. But when we think of time, we think of time like a line on a page. Mm -hmm. We have what happened in the beginning, what happened in the middle, what happens at the end. We see it like this. God is outside of everything that is our experience and our understanding of time and of... of anything really matter being mm -hmm. space he's mm -hmm. outside of all of it because he created all of it mm -hmm. he stands outside of it so the best way i can illustrate that to you is that when god thinks of time try to imagine when god sees it it's like a huge sea mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. just imagine a vat not a line not a tiny little line but just a whole and it's area. like God's will, what God will have. He created the sea. The whole sea is his. All of time, all of humanity, all of matter, all of mass, all of spirit, mm -hmm. all that ever will be mm -hmm. is contained in him and what he made. Mm -hmm. And it is if, if you can imagine it, this is, this is how it came to me. Forgive me if I mess this up. But as if he just throws a pebble in that, that sea and the ripples, mm -hmm. right? Come out. Because mm -hmm. we can see judgment of God 
in the Old Testament. Mm -hmm. We see it from Adam and Eve, and we see it on Egypt when mm -hmm. Moses is there, mm -hmm. and we see it on Israel and on mm -hmm. Judah when they go into captivity. Mm -hmm. And then we see it again in the early days of church history. John and the people that he is preaching to in Ephesus are just about to go through a horrible mm -hmm. time of judgment where everything's out of control and they're persecuted and there's trouble, right? So some people will say, well, now that's what John's talking about. That's all he's talking about. But there are a lot of things that are written here and talked about here that have not happened. We truly have not seen that. Mm -hmm. So I can't go along with you on that. But I can say this is the pattern. Mm -hmm. And we ended last week talking about, we tried to talk about the mm -hmm. pattern. Mm -hmm. There is right? always pattern. The, the pattern is always a falling away from God, resulting in the judgment of God that exhibits the mercy of God and His, ability, His willingness that not any should perish, that, that all should come. come. Right. And, and the fact that he extends his mercy and grace and you see it here in the book of Revelation as the summing up of the entire existence on earth. That mm -hmm. yes, it's happened before, it's happened it, before. just not to the degree. Mm -hmm. And we're, we're going to get to a term in this in this chapter, not a tribulation, the great the tribulation. Mm -hmm. Meaning this is the one that ends all the ones, right? Mm -hmm. This is the one that when it's overcome, it's all overcome. Mm -hmm. When it's done, it's done. Right? So that's, that's kind of the way I want to introduce this. And the other thing I want to say, because I plan to get to the first verse of chapter 7. And, and stay with me just for a minute and take over. But um, imagine the videos you watched in school or the videos you've seen in history of when the American soldiers in World War II march into Ravensbrück, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. and, and the concentration camps, mm -hmm. right? And when they, when they come in, Auschwitz, Auschwitz, mm -hmm. they come in and you see people there barely looking human mm -hmm. that they carry out, literally mm -hmm. have to be carried out because they're, they're skin weakened. and bones. Mm -hmm. They're just bones and skeletons. And you see all that. And, I, don't, I bring that up to say, can you imagine anybody being angry at the American soldiers? And, and this, again, I'm trying to paint you a word picture and put you in the right frame of mind to understand what we're about to read. Okay. Okay? Mm -hmm. To get to those places, to free those people who had been tortured and killed and executed and all that, to do the good that had to be done to save the ones who needed to be saved, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. They had to march through German territory and shoot German soldiers. Mm -hmm. So you could look at those American soldiers and say, aren't they evil? They killed men, mm -hmm. right? They killed those German soldiers. What bullies? Mm-hmm. That's not even their country. But who, who, with any humanity in their bones says, yeah. those evil American soldiers, you say, no, look at those noble, mm -hmm. selfless, courageous, sacrificial sacri American yeah. soldiers who went, through who went through that to save those ones that were, had been begging to be saved. Mm -hmm. Please intervene in, in, on our behalf and say, they and we hold them up as like the greatest generation, the greatest heroes. Mm -hmm. And, and when we get to the end of chapter 6, a very interesting verse is the beginning of chapter 7, where God is going to answer mm -hmm. the cries of his people. Yeah, because he's open. He's going to, mm -hmm. in that same pattern, we talk about patterns and ripples, mm -hmm. 
right? Mm -hmm. the, they've been asking how long before you, do this. before you deal with this great evil. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be dealt with. And, you, and, and if you think, now how could God be that judgmental, that cruel, that unkind? God is doing what God has been begged to do mm -hmm. by people who have been tortured mm -hmm. and murdered and martyred during this time. God is stepping in and doing the righteous thing, and his mm -hmm. judgment will fall. Mm -hmm. But isn't that... You know, have you ever thought thing. about that? Mm -hmm. Like people say, I can't believe that God, when they read the book of Revelation, that he would allow these things to happen to mankind. First of all, he's kind of told he allows all mankind to create their own misery mm -hmm. for those he's seven allowed seals. mankind to decide what they want to do. Do they want to? I mean, it's only they, they can only not understand why God would do this. When they haven't acknowledged that he was even there to begin with and, all this and time. restrained his power through every mm -hmm. seal mm -hmm. to what give one more opportunity one, one more, more opportunity chance, one more, one more opportunity mm -hmm. right yeah. Yeah. but then there comes a time when that ends mm -hmm. and that's what we're going to see when we get into and i and i said seven. this earlier and i don't know it kind of goes along with what you're saying you could stretch to make it but it talks about the wrath of the lamb and I think every I think that most people he is the Lamb of God slain from the foundation of the world. He's called that. He's also called the Lion of the tribe of Judah. He's also called uh, Lord of Lord and King of Kings. And you know he's invincible, all powerful, all these things. But when we when he's kind of pictured as a lamb, sometimes you think that's a good enough reason to pick at him a little bit because he's not going to what kind of wrath does a lamb have it doesn't do anything but what you're saying is true he has said all through time here's what's going to happen here's what's the consequences of your actions but he's also this whole thing is an examination of That's his long suffering it. and grace mm -hmm. this and whole and it. his restraint of power his not mm -hmm. Right? He his, could have shown he could up just as in a, an instant, not given anybody a chance to repent or change or, or follow the right way. God never does that. His thing, one by one by one, these seals are released. Then we're going to have some trumpets that announce and, and the, uh, the and, end. Yeah. But I'm just saying, there is a restraint of judgment and there is a constant calling. The, the book ends with, Hey, the spirit and the bride say, come, mm -hmm. right? Come. come to him and receive mercy and grace. So I think it's important to remember God is not a different God in Revelation than he is anywhere else in, in, the, book. in the Gospels mm -hmm. or that he is in the beginning. But he's he is, that same God. But he is kind of to mankind because we like to think of him as soft and he does what we ask him but to. But he's and, always been but all he, of it. He's always been all of it. Yeah, I agree. But you know what I'm I mean? Just He's just, it's just being get, getting the, through to us. It's modern, revealed to us. The modern church wants to kind of think of him as that little, you know, we pray and we get our answer and it's holy and it's sweet and it's, you know, but there is the and side. And it is holy and sweet. And there is the side, though. Yeah. Right? What is it C.S. Lewis says? It's all of it. He's not it's, a tame lion. He does what he's supposed to do. He's God. Right? He is, he is and, God and a God who never stops being all the things that God is. And that's right. the part I can't get across. There is, that's what you're trying to say. All the things that God is. All knowing, all Here's powerful. a verse people hate. The fear of God is the, the beginning, beginning of wisdom. Of mm -hmm. And they say, why should, I don't want to be afraid of God. 
God is my friend. God is your friend. God is your savior. God is your is your rescuer, your redeemer. But his But ways you know what? The first thing ways. you need to figure out is that you are powerless mm-hmm. in the hand of God. He you he have no is, control of anything. He you does. don't know anything about him if you don't know that he causes fear, he causes trembling, he causes reverence mm-hmm. and respect. And every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. he's he's all that right now mm-hmm. and we're smart to have it revealed to us we're mm-hmm. smart to see him not in his greatness it, not not in his, we're smart to view him as great it is smart according to the book of proverbs mm-hmm. to fear him mm-hmm because I do not fear him as if he's out to get you that's the wrong thought fear him as that can you believe how great the God is that we serve so mighty how powerful what a mighty God we serve right he is but 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 do you think that's because we try to pull him down to our level we want him we we think we're we we sometimes fool ourselves into thinking that we're pretty smart we know stuff we can figure these things out that's why we don't ask for help sometimes or that's why it's over our heads before we ask for help and the bible's very clear that his ways are higher than our ways he laughs at the intelligence of men because it's his foolishness with him we we in my mind that fear is more is fear but it It is is also reverence and it It is is respect for and it is acknowledging that i don't i don't control anything he's not an equal He's not, that's it. He's not an equal. He's not an equal. He's God. People will leave, they'll put him equal to themselves, which is completely ridiculous. Mm-hmm. They'll put him equal to Satan, which is worse. equally ridiculous. Yeah. And I, when I say they'll make him equal to Satan, like, like they're adversaries, like, like, like Satan God, has like all there's those a powers. chance Christ loses. That's how they treat it. Mm-hmm. Like you better pick a side because they're both very powerful and they're going to fight it out in the end. Satan is a created mm-hmm. being. That God created. That God created. God has already won. Mm-hmm. You know how I know he's already ready, that he has already won? He wrote it. It's his word. Mm-hmm. And his word is never wrong. Mm-mm. He's won. And we forget. It's not happened the, yet. The wonderful it's already things victory. we could do if we would just have some fear and reverence. Right? If we would understand who he is, what things he could accomplish, what things he would do. The Which blessings. means... You got to take reading his word seriously. Mm-hmm. You have to take prayer seriously. Mm-hmm. You you shouldn't accept everything that flies out of a pulpit. No, because the fear of the Lord says, "I'm gonna I'm going to see what God has to say about this, and I'm going to protect it with everything I have, mm-hmm. not just not care about it, not be vigilant about it not mm-hmm. you know what this this matters mm-hmm. the fact that you know it for yourself matters mm-hmm. that that you that you get to know him for yourself don't go to any man and ask him if you're okay don't go to anybody and ask him if you're saved you got to figure that out because this is serious mm-hmm. and I and i don't that. and i don't ever want to paint him he is constantly loving he is constantly merciful and graceful he is constantly kind that won't change, but he's also mm-hmm. powerful. He's also going to do what he said. When you see what his angels do in chapter seven, mm-hmm. you probably 
you may not have even thought entertained the idea that God himself was as strong as these just mere mm -hmm. created beings. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. God is far above all that. Mm -hmm. And I think we've lost some of that. I think probably you're right. Because you people don't know God anymore. They don't know. They don't go to church. Some of them don't know, don't read the word of God. And we've watered it down so much in some instances where it doesn't say anything with any authority. We try to make it all be relevant and relative and socially acceptable. God's not much on socially acceptable. I don't think he's pleased with us doing that. I don't think God is pleased with the picture painted of him being an insecure being begging for your friendship and approval. Mm -hmm. And that's sometimes how we come across. Mm -hmm. He's extended grace and mercy to whomsoever, mm -hmm. right? We'll mm -hmm. believe in his name. We'll come and repent. He's extended that. But that's not him being needy of you. That is his realism Love for you, that, that you, you are needy of him, yeah. right? And that uh, he's self-sufficient, mm -hmm. right? He's all, I know I'm, we haven't even read anything yet, and I'm saying that, but I feel like it's very easy to get a wrong idea of God. And when we get a wrong idea of God, the consequence that comes next is a wrong idea of ourselves. Mm -hmm. And the consequence that comes next is a not taking sin seriously, thinking it's a big joke. Mm -hmm. thinking it's a big thing to laugh over. Listen, when I sin, I have an advocate with the Father. When I confess my sin, He is faithful and just to forgive my sin. I go mm -hmm. to Him. But it's not not a big deal. Mm -mm. It, it's what He, it, the greatest victory ever won and the greatest suffering ever experienced on the cross paid for that. It's a mm -hmm. big deal. It's a big deal. And this wrath of the Lamb, I think it, it's important they call it the wrath of the Lamb mm -hmm. because the Lamb was slain to take away your sins. But you got to understand the rejection of that mm -hmm. is a godly wrath. Mm -hmm. It is a justified anger. Mm -hmm. and he It's a righteous anger. Mm -hmm. God's judgment on the earth isn't being unreasonable and cruel and vicious and destroying. God's justice is a righteous, mm -hmm. right response mm -hmm. to a rejection of what the lamb did on Calvary. And he has said that through almost every prophet. This is this is what the consequences are if you if you turn away from me and you don't oh, this is what he doesn't it's not so like for, we haven't heard it. If we if we if we if we get back on our little pencil line of timeline when the man of sin what people the antichrist, mm -hmm. right? John mm -hmm. that that is the revealed. beast mm -hmm. that is a human being, a leader and he'll say to all of humankind, I know how to fix everything. I know how to make everything right. Do a we job will create heaven mm -hmm. on earth because we are all, and the spiritual part will be, we're all gods. Mm -hmm. We're all God, right? Mm -hmm. And we've got the power to make this place beautiful and just the way it's supposed to be. And he'll do all that. And everybody will be, the Bible says, everybody would be deceived if it was possible. Mm -hmm. They'll all be like, this is amazing. But there comes a point, chapter 7, there comes a point when these things start falling completely and totally apart after mm -hmm. those seals Actually, are revealed, they on six, right? right? They, the, after they're revealed, that they realize that this person doesn't have any power to do anything at all, mm -hmm. and the wrath is coming from mm -hmm. the Lamb. From the Lamb. People on the earth are going to go, wait a minute. God has not relinquished his throne. Mm -hmm. He's not accepted the fact that we've declared ourselves God. Mm -hmm. He is God. And wait a minute. And we where's miss? this yep. coming from? Mm -hmm. This is coming from the righteous, holy throne of heaven. Mm -hmm. Right? And I mm -hmm. think that what a terrifying, if you've bought into that lie, moment That's when you realize there really is a God in heaven. There really is a king on the throne. Mm -hmm. And he really has not given you the authority to take over. Mm -hmm. 
right? Mm -hmm. And that's kind of where, chapter would you seven agree? starts, yep. Where we are in chapter seven? Remember that the last verse in chapter six says, for the great day of his wrath is come. Yeah. Here it is. He's warned you and warned you and warned you, but now here it is. And when we say day, we don't mean a 24-hour period mm -hmm. here because this, the, the, this, day, is this day is in the Old Testament too. It says the great day of the Lord. And people say, oh, that sounds like a good thing. You didn't read the book. Mm -mm. Amos and Joel and all these people, when they talk about the great day of the Lord, this is what they're referring to, this time period mm -hmm. when wrath is come. And who shall be able to stand? And we're going to find out who. In chapter 7, he's going to tell so you he's going to be standing. So in chapter so, 7, it starts off with verse 1. And after these things, so after the sixth, the first through sixth seal are open mm -hmm. from the Lamb who was worthy to open the seals, it says, And after these things I saw four angels standing on the four corners of the earth, holding the four winds of the earth, that the wind should not blow on the earth, nor on the sea, nor any tree. Do you want to stop there for just a minute about the four corners of the earth? I can't believe somebody would say, but I have heard every commentary I've read has said, oh, now, you know, please make sure you know that the early Christians did not think the earth was flat. We know they didn't think the earth, earth no, was flat. No, they talked about around earth. They talked from about Job it. onward. Yes. I mean, I don't know. Isaiah if you know also. anything about scripture, you already know they knew that the circle of the earth. This is a phrase and, that means the four cardinal directions, north, south, south east, east, west. Correct. And and I'm, I'm always surprised that they have to, they feel like they have to say that because that tells me they don't know what Isaiah and what Job and different ones said you know about the circles of the that? earth. Why? Because I do. Oh. <laughs> I do know why, why they have to say that. Because we had a trial called oh, the, Scopes. Scopes. Yeah. the Scopes trial in Tennessee where a Christian, very evil character, very demonized character, and you would hate him. Um, preacher is on the stand and the opposing counsel asks him all kinds of questions to make him look ridiculous. And one of the questions is, there are there corners to the earth do you still believe there's four corners? because this this pastor this is a it's a play designed to make christian look very evil and very stupid and just wicked and the lawyer does these questions what do you think about this what do you think about that and he asks all that the preacher doesn't have an answer to so there are a lot of christians that really was a culturally shifting moment in america that play mm -hmm. Right, because a lot of Christians thought, well, I can't go around telling people I believe in the Bible. If it's wrong. because if I believe in the Bible, there's all these mistakes in it, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Now, there were no mistakes in the Bible. There was a mistake in the understanding of a character, fictional character depicted on a trial in a fictional play. Mm -hmm. Do you understand? Mm -hmm. But but what we are is we're terrified. We, we, the reason you find that in commentaries are saying, please, we're not stupid. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah, we're not, we're not dumb. We're not all dumb. Don't judge us all by that play. Don't judge us all. Now, there were real events that that was based on, but that was hugely a fictional account. And even in that, I mean, there's things to debate on both sides. We studied it this year in, in our schoolroom about how if you don't know what the Bible says, and nobody knows everything, nobody. Correct. But if you are not a diligent student of God's Word, that you can be made to look like a complete idiot mm -hmm. by the wrong person asking a question, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that you need to know what it says so you're ready to give an answer. And mm -hmm. I only bring that up because I think it's an important point. I think it's a so good point. So the reason your commentators are saying that is they're, they're fighting against the fact that, that the thinks world the thinks you can't really, the world's going to tell you right now, you can't believe the Bible. There's all kinds of things in it that are wrong, like the fact there's four corners of the earth. This phrase is used and everyone understood and everybody knew 
meant the cardinal directions. North, south, east, west. And right? it's still, we still call and it that. And that's still how our weather moves. We still call right? it Right, we that. still talk about that today mm-hmm. and what they understood about mm-hmm. the water cycle in the Old Testament and the way the weather moves in the Old Testament mm-hmm. and the way, right, mm-hmm. the earth is round mm-hmm. in the Old But we have people still thinking, oh, oh we can't see, trust it. See, they say four right? corners of the earth, right? So I saw the four angels standing. So let's talk about what are these angels doing? These creative the beings. four winds of the earth. So what would it mean? And, and that's what I said about like people don't even realize the power of God because they don't even recognize the power of an angel. Just a created mm-hmm. being. Mm-hmm. You have four angels who have completely stopped the flow of wind. The wind. Now this is either literal wind, which brings the rain and the things that we need and the goodness that we need on the earth. Or, and there's a time of stopping. Or. Or. Like we had when we were talking about the rainbows and the mm-hmm. rain in the previous chapter, this is withholding the judgment for a second mm-hmm. till they right? get something accomplished. And I think that that is more likely the meaning because of what comes after mm-hmm. that the judgment is restrained for a minute, mm-hmm. right? Till they do this next. Because thing we're going to hear two. what comes next. In the but that's story. interesting because don't forget when the church was raptured up, when John went up higher and he saw, you know, the throne room of God. We know that there they were safe and out of the wrath, but down on the earth there was wrath bubbling and brewing and storming mm-hmm. approaching and, and all that kind of stuff. So this is just kind of like a pause, mm-hmm. right, until verse 2, and it says, And I saw another angel ascending from the east, having the seal of the living God, and he cried with a loud voice to the four angels, to whom it was given to hurt the earth and the sea. Okay, we don't go around wearing seals. No. So I think there's a little explanation yeah. of that. Yes. That needs to be done. So what is this? Why is this angel wearing a seal of having God? the seal of a of the living God? Mm-hmm. Why? Well, he. I want to. I want to make the point too before you go there. I want to make the point that it says ascending from the east. One of the literal interpretations was coming from the sun. Coming up out of the sun. Hmm. So that was one of the one of the commentaries had said, and I thought that was an interesting phrase. Because this this is just again showing you who's in control of everything, right? Yeah, and th- and this angel, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, now listen, you have to listen to this, the way the comment is and the way this is. Mm-hmm. I saw another angel ascending from the east, having, having the, the seal of the living God. God he cried. cried with a loud voice to the four angels, to, to the four angels. So there mm-hmm. were already the four. So the four that's that holding, are holding the, four, the, the, the judgment winds. and mm-hmm. or the wind, the weather, back. And these four is who the last phrase is referring to, to whom it was given to hurt the earth and the sea. sea. But he's going to say to him, this this messenger sealed. Mm -hmm. Don't do that yet. Wait a minute. Now, it's very important that this messenger is sealed. and, And why is he sealed from heaven? This was a common thing to do. I, in the days that John is living... If I can't go, but I have the power and the authority, and I seal you, mm-hmm. you go in my stead, and mm-hmm. all the power and authority given unto me has now been transferred to you. Mm-hmm. So this this sealed being, this messenger from God, is able to say, kind by like the authority of God, sort of ownership of protection don't by, do the damage to the sea mm-hmm. and the earth until i say go mm-hmm. right i am yeah. i am restrained you've been put here and you've got this job to hold it back until i say go and what are they waiting on well be, before you go on what they wait on because yeah. that's in our next yeah. verse think about we are sealed 
mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So scripture talks about us being sealed by the Holy Spirit. We are sealed. Which means I have authority that God's given me. Mm-hmm. I've got his protection on me. Protection. See, if you, if, you, if you would kill or hurt a sealed person then all the punishment of that true authority would would come down on your head because you can't the seals that scripture talks about right when Mm -hmm. the when the king puts out the decree he seals it because that's my word don't mess with it seals Mm -hmm. christ up he seals the The tomb tomb. right he 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 belongs to rome that's what that seal says he belongs to rome that's what it says which he does he breaks the seal no i don't Mm -hmm. rome belongs to me that's right (laughs) right that's That's what he says but we don't talk like that very much no we don't use that phrase we don't say we're sealed by anything we don't have any documents anymore that are really kind of glued shut that you can't open without you know we don't really have that so it is kind of a foreign and a seal can be wax on a paper which we just open seals Mm -hmm. but it can also be an emblem you wear that's true and here in just a minute they're going to wear right here on their forehead (laughs) and and we don't on their mind yeah on on their thoughts on on their Mm -hmm. understanding they're going the symbol is going to be right here but talk about a minute for Um, how we are sealed so scripture tells us that we are sealed sealed, till the day of redemption by the blood of christ he owns me Mm-hmm. I am sealed and protected. I am safely within his care. You mess with me, you mess with him. Now, people, Christians have died mean, all through the ages. That doesn't change anything. Well, that doesn't mean you it, can't mess up, right? That doesn't make you perfect. That makes, makes you sealed. Makes you protected. It makes you protected. It makes me protected and owned and surrendered and preserved to Christ. And kept, right? Yeah. Um, I think Ephesians 4.30. Turn to Ephesians 4.30. What does that say? I just want to read that because when I was reading through that, I thought that was a good um, thing right here. Can you find it real fast? Uh It says, And grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby you are sealed. You're sealed by the Holy Spirit. Unto the day of redemption. Ooh. I can't. You can't. Go ahead. Because you are sealed, let all bitterness and wrath Mm -hmm. and anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice mm-hmm. and be you kind one to another tender-hearted because you're sealed forgiving one another even as god for christ's sake has forgiven you the seal means you don't belong to you, you so the seal means you don't have a choice whether or not to forgive Mm-hmm. You don't have a choice whether or not to be kind. You don't have a choice to go around causing trouble. If you're doing that, you are out of the will of God mm-hmm. because you belong to him. And he has his protection on you and his seal on you. If you've been born again, mm-hmm. you're not living for you. Nope. You're living for him. So I got to wait till this person makes it all better what they did to me. And no, they hurt don't. my feelings. And if you divide the church and you divide your friendships and you divide your family and you divide and you, it, that's what he's talking about. You don't get to do that. Mm-hmm. You have to forgive. Mm-hmm. Because You're you've sealed. been forgiven. And because and he's got really his mark on you. And that's really hard because we always think, mm-hmm. and I don't, I so think, this, I'm, I'm talking to me. And I'm talking to me right now because there are things that I think I've forgiven people of. But then they'll come up again. Mm-hmm. And I feel bad again. And they'll come up again. And I'll feel bad again. And I think I've already dealt with that. I've already said, Lord, I forgive them. And I'm sorry for holding it. It'll come up again. Mm-hmm. But listen to me. I we have. To I think, thank you, God, for your grace on me. Thank you for forgiving me of every sin. I praise and I worship him. And I give him glory for that in church. And then I think, but I have a right to my anger. Because that mm-hmm. one did me wrong. Yeah. 
I have a right to mine. And I understand that and completely it, because I think I that's think human that's nature. The that's the sin man. nature. That that's, doesn't mean you're not a Christian if you've done that. No, that, that means, means you're human. But that also means you have to deal you with You have it. to recognize that. And we don't. Yeah. Oh, I don't. Sometimes I can go two or three days and be just all kinds of. Now, but I don't that know. person really did me wrong. Well, I don't know if anybody else ever does this. And maybe right? this is just a me thing. But sometimes I can have an argument going on in my head. This person doesn't know anything about it. I'm arguing in my head what I'm going to say when I get up the gut to say something to them this is what I'm gonna say because that's not right and blah 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 mm-hmm. and I can go on for days and days and then it occurs to me really it's called fighting the wind right you're sitting you know there what? you doing don't have all this a right stuff. to your unforgiveness and anger really because you don't belong to you it's just like that parable remember <laughs> that parable where the guy had owed a lot of money and the and the per, I don't my words the guy that he owed it to he was all scared because he didn't know what he was going to do he couldn't pay it and the guy forgives him of it and then he goes out and he sends somebody else to prison for some little thing they did that they owed him, right? The forgiveness, you, you don't have, you're right. You're not yours. This angel that shows up is God. He's God. He's he belongs to God. God. He's God. He doesn't say, here, I have a few things to say to you that I've been thinking about. No. He, he says, I speak for the Lord and mm-hmm. here's what you're going to do. You're going to wait, wait for a minute until, until God says, get, until he gives us the signal we're not going to do this thing, and we're going to make sure these people are protected that are down here on earth that he's going to show. And my, thought, and my I, final thought on that forgiveness is we never think we're as sinful as we are. We think we're not too bad. Because people really did wrong to us. Mm-hmm. Well, and we say, that, but they didn't do it on accident. They watch, did it on purpose. They Does really it matter? They really did wrong to Christ, right? They Does really, it matter? really did wrong. It doesn't matter. And it doesn't matter. Because when and we the sooner really do we wrong, get, really get that. Now, wait. No, no, I said that wrong. Because I said they really did wrong to us. They really did wrong to Christ. We've we did really wrong done to wrong to Christ. We mm-hmm. have really and sinned. And to each other. And to each other. And then when we go and ask forgiveness, we just expect, okay, well, he's going to forgive us. I deserve it. Says it. That. He does, he, right? Yeah. But... No, <laughs> you didn't deserve it any more than the person who offended you. And, I, and I was thinking when I was telling you that example of like those things will come back up in my mind that people have done to me and I'll bring them back up and play with them again. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm exacting a debt that that person doesn't owe me. Mm-hmm. God, Christ already paid it. Mm-hmm. I'm wanting from them payment that he already did. Or just, you know, and, and what I have to change is when that comes up in my mind and my heart hurts again or my mind gets angry again or my feelings get hurt again i need to i need to literally picture the cross mm-hmm. and say paid for mm-hmm. right over. he go paid on. for it mm-hmm. he paid for mine he paid for theirs go on don't don't we're I, you should read it again from Ephesians. no bitterness where was it ephesians ephesians 4 30 Go ahead. I, I, didn't, I never got there because you got there first. Ephesians 4.30. Listen to the words of it because it's really important. It says, And grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby you are sealed unto the day of redemption. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor. Clamor's just keep talking about it, talking about it, and, talking about it. And droving it over Evil speaking, trying to stir people up to your side. Be put away from you with all malice, intent to do wrong to that person. Be you kind one to another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as God, for Christ's sake, hath forgiven you. And I'm going to so tell you God's that, like, offended. God's offended, but that because you would of Christ, that. but because of what Christ did for us, He can He's forgive us, 
right? Mm -hmm. So that's a big point too. And I just want to say that the things in chapter 7 of Revelation are difficult to understand mm -hmm. and they're difficult to process, but Ephesians 4.30 isn't. Mm -mm. That's pretty clear. <laughs> Ephesians 4.30 is very clear is that we don't, we're, we're we are not entitled unto the day to of redemption. Things. We are sealed by accepting Christ because we belong to we him. We now belong to him. We're not, a, we're not our own. We're the temple of Christ. And right? as a response, stop mm -hmm. it. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. As a response. I like that phrase. Stop it. So the reason I'm saying why I laughed when she said that is that's what they tell me when I get off course. And it's I just have to stop. tell myself. Stop, stop it. it. Just stop it. Stop it. You can't. Quit playing with that thing. It, put it's it down, not. Put it away. There's no future in that. Mm -hmm. And move on to the next thing. I know that sounds a lot easier to say than it is to do. It for really sure. is until you start for making sure. yourself do that. If I st if I dwell on things for a while, I can get myself right back up into a tizzy, and I can get everybody. And and there's something about human beings we like to get people on our side, right? We like to, as long as you like me better than you like them, or you don't. You we love that. I mean, I'm talking about. There's only things one that side, happening. Christ's side. Yeah, th but I mean that's just, why you have a different church on every corner. It's not just that's why you have work. It's also your know, family. It's your but work. I mean that's it's why we everywhere. do. That's we, why every, in a, in a one corner of a block you can't get a church mm -hmm, together mm -hmm. that's why and we're supposed to have put on that new and man. i'm not criticizing that i'm just saying that's why because we we don't say we think our stuff isn't bad belongs as everybody to us. Else stuff. yep we think it's not as bad and we have and a right to our anything. feelings and our judgments and our hurts and our our bank of we're going to get them back and you don't have a right to it because Christ you have offended it. Christ in the Christ same way it. you have sinned the very same way to somebody mm -hmm. to God to your spouse and if to not your the same children. way probably worse yeah and me but we always think that we're not as bad as that it's easy to be mad at you if you say something because but I'm just as bad or I wouldn't recognize that that's a good point, and I'm sorry. That That's we had all right. To stop so for a I didn't know where but that was coming angel, from. That was good. So and first I saw thing. another angel ascending from the east, having the seal of the living God. And now we all know we're sealed too as Christians. And he cried. He didn't whisper. He cried with a loud voice, some authority to mm -hmm, authority. the angels, to the four angels, and said to whom these four angels, to whom it was given to hurt the earth and the sea. We already know we're in that process. We've already went through the six seals. We've already seen the four horses. We already know what's going to, some stuff is going to happen. Verse 3, saying, Hurt not the earth, neither the sea nor the trees, till we have sealed the servants of our God in their foreheads. And I heard the number of them which were sealed, and there were sealed an hundred and forty and four thousand of all the tribes of the children of Israel. Well, now, what's stop. the, what's now, the wanna, purpose of sealing them? No, before you seal them, go back here. <laughs> I want you to go back to verse 3 because okay. I want to I hear this point. I want to hear your thoughts on this. Okay. It says, don't, don't touch them. Don't hurt the earth. Don't hurt the sea. Don't hurt the trees till we seal the servants of our God in their foreheads. Church is raptured. Who are these servants of the gods? Who are they? Well, it's going to tell you in the next few verses who, the, who these first ones. That, but I, we're going to talk about the, more than one that is sealed. But the first ones that are sealed mm -hmm. are the twelve tri people from the twelve tribes of Israel. Right. Or Jewish and I want to. And I, I don't know. I don't know if I'll go very far in this or not. But just in some thoughts that hit me today. And I don't know if I'll say, so I'm struggling with like you. I mean, there's things we're trying to say mm -hmm. that we just don't that are bigger than say, my brain. And my brain, my words aren't coming out very well. Mm -hmm. But the church 
has made a very serious and grievous mistake if they think that the church is the end-all be-all of this story. Because Israel, back with in Genesis, when he's telling Abraham, he promises Abraham, God promises Abraham that he's going to be with them. I've got that marked somewhere. But look at Jeremiah 32. Go to Jeremiah 32. I think it's, is it 32, 17? That might not be right. But he basically says in Jeremiah uh, 30. It's Jeremiah th uh, I'm sorry. I've got the wrong one marked. But he tells them that until the sun and the moon are destroyed, Israel will still be God's people no matter what. I want to mm -hmm. say it's 30. I don't know if it's 32 or 30. I'm sorry. I thought I wrote that down, but evidently I didn't. But he basically says that in his words, you may as well get rid of God because the, he is not going to get rid of Israel. He is not going to forget who they are to him. He's going to, I'm going to say it's 37, 30 through 37 is the verses, but I've got the wrong chapter written down. Mm. Um, but he's telling them, I'll, I'll look for that while we keep going. But the point of it being is he is, he, there isn't a promise. He is such an awesome God that anything he promised, even back in Genesis, is still going to happen until it's completed the way he said it was going to happen. And sometimes I think the church tries to insert ourselves in some of these these prophecies and places that the church is this and the church is that and maybe in some ways they are part of that but he still means israel when he says israel when he says we've sealed the servants of our god in their foreheads and the number of them that were sealed were this and this and this he's it's it's the literal israel it's not something else so why is he sealing the literal israel because i think they have a job to do in this tribulation I period i think we forget when he, the church is with called his up, authority that's not the end of it with his protection i'm gonna find that verse with his I really purpose read that. so these 144,000 have a job to do just like you said they're drawn from the tribes of Israel, he says, there's there's this 12,000 from this tribe. He doesn't name all the tribes, which is interesting for Bible mm -hmm. scholars. You can figure out who he's not naming or naming or what's going on there. Is he just leaving one out? But there's 144, which 12 times 12,000 12, is yeah. right where we're at. So, and they are sealed, in other words, with the authority of God. They have a job to do. This is a very select and special group of people that are during this judgment of God, at least this first part of the judgment of God, these people have a job to do to bring others to recognize that there's a godly way to follow, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. They have been sealed. He knows where they are, even if they don't know who they are and where they are. Because we know, like, Israel is on every part of the planet, ev everywhere. Mm -hmm. Most of Israel is not orthodox or religious. Mm -hmm. Most of them mm -hmm. now we know are, are secular. But he's going to pull all of these 12,000 for a purpose, mm -hmm. kind of an amazing thing what they're going to stand and be able to do during this great time of trouble, mm -hmm. right? That's true. And I, I really wish I could find that. I thought I had written that down. But I want, I want you to pay really close attention that these guys are on the earth. Aha! Jeremiah 31. I did write it down. Jeremiah 31, 35 through 37. Sorry. That's okay. I really wanted to say that because it's a good, it's it a is. good verse. Uh, 31, 35, and 37. It says, Thus saith the Lord, which giveth the sun for a light by day, 
and the ordinances of the moon and of the stars for a light by night. This is the God that it is, which divides the sea when the waves thereof roar. The Lord of hosts is his name. If those ordinances depart from before me, saith the Lord, then the seed of Israel also shall cease from being a nation before me forever. In other words, if I if if the light in the in the sun and the moon and all that stuff stops, if I can't if I can't control that, God says, then Israel is not going to be a nation. It says, "Thus saith the Lord: If heaven above can be measured, mm-hmm. and the foundations of the earth searched out beneath, I will also cast off all the seed of Israel for all that they have done." saith the Lord. Impossible. Ain't going to happen, right? And we Do you realize the farthest we've ever did? Human beings have ever explored or or dove into the earth. Let me find that. Is just in the crust. Yeah, we never even get to the... We're imagining what the rest of it is. Yeah. The whole inner mantle, the whole core. We don't even know for sure what's He's saying if you guys are able to get down in there and explore and hang out. How far can you get? How big is the universe? (laughs) By the way, we don't have an answer for that still yet. And he said, and and if those things you can't figure out, well, Israel will still be here too, and I'll keep Mm -hmm. my promises. That's what he said. That's exactly what what he's saying. He said, until you can tell me those things or you can make remove that from my authority... Israel's going to be a nation, and you know, and I you know, know why, and you know, and I know that every newspaper, every news cycle, every war, every anything, they're always talking. We got to get rid of Israel. Mm-hmm. Israel's got. Well, no, it's you going to why? be here because he said so. Because he said so, <laughs> and he and he called them out. He promised that to Abraham. Why? Because he did. He said so, and he promised that to Abraham. I mean, if you so, go back to Genesis, if you go back to Genesis, he tells Abraham in Genesis. This is what's this gonna is happen. what's going to. Here's who you are. This is who you are. In me. Romans tells us though he's making a, the church and, mm-hmm. one. And that's what Paul. And that's and what I, he's making as one. And here's this, what you're seeing. Happen. I want. I want to say this, and I really want you to speak on this for just mm-hmm. a minute. But a lot of people, and myself included, have trouble when you get into Paul's writings because, like Peter says, Paul's he's hard, hard to, to understand. understand. <laughs> he is sometimes, but he's trying to make the point. And I think in Revelation, I think this is where we're making the same point. It was never in God's, it was never God's intention that there would be somebody left out, right? That there would be somebody that couldn't get in. Not by his choice. Not by his choice. My, Not by his I choice. I have family and I know family who always have somebody on the outs. And if you have that family, unfortunately, you know what I'm talking about. Somebody they're always mad at, somebody they don't like, somebody, you know, who's over here that, you know, we don't fool with them. And we've got to be careful that we aren't doing that with people because we need everybody to get in. We need, we need to keep our heart pure and loving and kind and forgiving because we want everybody to come in. We should be unoffendable, like the book that you're talking about that you just read. Um, but in Paul's writing in Romans, that's what he's trying to tell them all. Yes, you were a Jew. You kept the law from ever and ever and ever, but now there's Christ. And yes, you're a Gentile, and you didn't do anything about anything, but now there's Christ. But you'll find out, though, as you get down in here, every single one sealed, whether from the nation of Israel or from the church age that's already been raptured, or from those that are a little bit further in the chapter that are going to get saved because of the sealing or of these 144,000 that, that are martyred, mm-hmm. they all come through the blood of the Lamb. Christ, there is no way to heaven except through Christ. They will come through 
through Christ, mm -hmm. they will be one mm -hmm. in Christ. He is the great unifier. Like anytime you ever try to put groups of people or nations of people or religions of people together, you're going to be an abject failure. The Antichrist is going to find that out mm -hmm. because there is only one unifying principle, and that is Christ Jesus himself our Lord of Lord and our Kings of Kings. It's in the blood of the lamb that you're made into this mm -hmm. family that is sealed. And we, what's going on in this time period, some serious, even worse than what we've heard. A third of the earth mm -hmm. has be been killed. Mm -hmm. Chapter six, mm -hmm. chapter six, worse is coming. Yeah. That's this so is just before this comes, what is a God who never ceases to be merciful, never ceases to be loving, never ceases to be who he is. Mm -hmm. Never he seals 144,000 messengers and says hey. to give the opportunity to everyone who will listen. Mm -hmm. You still have a choice. Mm -hmm. You still have a choice. And you always had a choice. Right? And the choice is, will you be covered by the blood of the Lamb? And Are you going to let him take care of And let me say this the situation just to add, that you're in. I know in? we're kind of stuck. I'm stuck on this thought, and I'm sorry. That's what happens sometimes. But you have the choice to be kind and forgiving, or you have the choice to just keep and hold those hurts and, I'm and not glad be. that God is merciful to me me too because I have I'm done guilty just of that. all those I am guilty of all those things I've, I've done just that and I know what mm -hmm. it's talking about and I know that God is not pleased with that mm -hmm. and I have enough fear of God to know I don't want anything to do with that I want I don't want him to feel that way about me I want to try I'm I want not to try. you know I'm what but I'm guilty no matter so what guilty. you say or what you do and I say that terrified of what mm -hmm. people will say and want to do you can't run me off because I'm I'm serving God, the God, the Lamb. Mm -hmm. I don't want the wrath of the I'm Lamb. A, on I, me. I'm, a, I'm sealed by the Holy mm -hmm. Spirit mm -hmm. till the day of redemption. I'm not going anywhere. And you were you were speaking about the Antichrist having answers, and I know we're getting ahead of ourselves a little bit here, but toward the end of this book, the Antichrist who and and I want you who to is notice, a person. But I, I keep saying that because I want you to know this is not some wild this. imaginary thing. This is a great political leader. But watch this. It says, verse 3, we haven't even got to verse mm -hmm. 3 yet, and we're almost out of time. But watch what it says. It's saying, hurt not the earth, neither the seas, nor the trees, till we have sealed the servants of our God in their foreheads. They have a mark. I don't, what's the mark? I don't know. Well, you later, don't know. Well, later, I haven't on, seen it. later on, it says it's the name of the it's the name of God and Jesus. It, it tells you it, that what it is. What, but whether I don't or know not it's it a looks physical like or mark it's or it's symbol. in their brain or who knows. But, but it's important that mark, it's here. Right? And, the, but, and I'm telling you, you talk about that pond ripple. But what did the Antichrist do? <laughs> he creates a mark. Right? I know. And they have to have it in their hand and their forehead too. And you have a choice to make again. But I want to tell you that even if you're not here when that happens. The point to that. I want you to get the ripple. Mm -hmm. Because right this minute, the church of God, mm -hmm. I feel like, I don't know what you feel like. And maybe I'm completely wrong. Barney. If you're watching this or other <laughs> preachers that are watching this, Matt, Jack, people comment on this. But I feel like right here <laughs> is where we are the most vulnerable as a church that maybe we've ever been. Mm -hmm. Because the church of God thinks that, it, that it, the world is right about 90% of the stuff that the world has to say. And the world, is, and the world right. is upside down and backwards and wicked as it can possibly be. The Bible has a verse in it that, here's another one people hate. The heart is exceedingly wicked. Who Above can all, know it? Who can know it? Who can, who can understand how wicked the human heart is? We're not, if, you're, if you find out that you have no problem with what's going on out here, 
You've got a brain problem because the word of God is the opposite of that. And what does it say about renewing our mind daily? And I'm not just talking about the things you think I'm talking about. I'm talking about greed and I'm talking about corruption and I'm talking about taking advantage and and lying and, and and not caring, just not caring about anybody else. Just not caring about who has nothing. Yeah. Selfish. Or not caring about God. I'm talking about, or, and we're all guilty because we're all in this flesh until the day we die. We're fighting it with the power of the Holy Spirit. We've been sealed. And so we have the ability to fight. We have something to fight with. But I'm just saying where we need to be sealed is right there. Mm-hmm. And start thinking from a from the Bible's point of view, which is contrary Christ's to everything point of view. in the world. He is the Word of God. Mm-hmm. Like If you're noticing that in your life, the way you treat people is not even following in the line of the way Christ treated people. Change your mind. Stop it. That's what you're supposed to say right Change there. Stop your it. Mind. Mm-hmm. Renew right? your if, heart. If what he said Find offends them. you, change your mind. Uh-huh. Get, you're right. Because your mind is wrong. Mm-hmm. Right? Man. You need to change and come under that authority because he knows more. He knows it all. And he's t- and it's here for you to see. I mean, I don't know about you, but when I think about these seals being open and death and famine and all these things that You're are going to come think across, I'm... can you imagine? I mean, and and don't forget. I mean, we started with this in the sixth seal: the kings of the earth, the great men, the people who are in authority, the guys who have been touting everything they know, say are running to the dens of the rocks and the mountains to say, hide me. There's a conversation I've been having with my kids, and I know maybe this isn't Revelation 7, mm-hmm. okay? But for some reason, it's coming out of Revelation 7. Mm-hmm. And, and we've been, and we're like, why is it that most of the Christians you know are miserable? Mm-hmm. And I, I'm serious. We've, we've not, we're not judging people's salvation, not judging other people. Mm-mm. Why is it that I, most of the Christians I know are unhappy? And, and why are we not as happy as we could be? That's mm-hmm. the question we've been asking. Not, mm-hmm. not judging other people. But what, where's the joy? Mm-hmm. Unspeakable and full of glory. Mm-hmm. Where's the peace that passes all understanding? Mm-hmm. Right? Where mm-hmm. is it? Because the, the world is looking at us and saying, I don't see it. And sometimes we don't you know? see it. And I'm not meaning a Christian never struggles or suffers or has biological or problems has or physical or problems. Whatever. I'm not saying that. I'm not stupid. I'm saying, where, what, where's the difference? that the world is supposed to be able to clearly see in the church. And I think the reason we don't see the difference is we're, our, our, not our brain is lined up with them. 90%. There's mm-hmm. a few things we say, oh, I'd never do that. That's in our pride. And the rest of it, we agree with them about. Mm-hmm. And he wants to transform you by the renewing of, of your mind. mind. Mm-hmm. He wants to seal you in your forehead, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. He wants you lined up with him. These 144,000 are lined up with the blood of the mm-hmm. lamb. And that's what it says. And right. Uh, from every tribe, which is interesting because I know we're running out of time. We've only got about four more minutes. But although we don't know where all these tribes are, he didn't lose track right. of them. He knows exactly where they are. And then read from verse 9. So verse 9, it says, And this I beheld, and lo, oh, I'm sorry, and after this I beheld, and lo, a great multitude which no man could number of all nations and kindreds and people and tongues stood before the throne and before the Lamb, clothed with white robes and palms in their hands. Now, where are they? 
They're before the Lamb. At, right. Before so the wait, throne. the hundred forty-four thousand are on Earth. Mm -hmm. They're holding back the winds. They're holding back the winds until but they get them sealed. But after this, but the great multitude, right? So they do something mm -hmm. after this. Mm -hmm. These at, guys are where? These guys are at before the throne. They're in heaven. Stand before the throne, before the Lamb, clothed right? in white, with palms in their hands. And cried with a loud voice, saying, Salvation to our God, which sitteth upon the throne, and unto the Lamb. And all the angels stood round about the throne, and about the elders, and the four beasts. Now remember, and I always say that because sometimes they think that the beasts and the elders and all these things are the same. Beasts but are scripture created just keep, keep, keeps telling you over and over they're not the that same. they're not the same. And fell before the throne on their faces and worshipped God saying, Amen, blessing and glory and wisdom and thanksgiving and honor and power and might be unto our God forever and ever. Amen. If we would just one time a day read that verse, blessing and glory and wisdom and yeah. thanksgiving and honor and power you could and pray might. That. You, you could pray could, that If you one. just said that one time a day, Lord. wouldn't that just sort of get your brain in the right place for the mm -hmm. for all of these things? Get practice for heaven. Yeah. But then this guy goes, I love this. Because uh -huh. John, yeah. John's just going, wow. <laughs> John's just saying, can't you just see him? Look, because it's a number you can't even number. number. And he's looking at these, and they're just praising God. And I guarantee you, John is like, yes. Now wait, now notice. Now notice. he knows God. Here's something I want to point out too. It doesn't say they all look like the same. It says every all tribe, nations, every nation, all kindreds, all tongues, all people. John, could even there, see, they're different. E even John could see that they weren't all the same. Even people. in heaven, they're different. Right. So if you think everybody in heaven's going to look just like you, you are going Get to be over. surprised. It's not going to be right. It's, that's not right. Nope. But they'll be who they then, are. And, we're, and that that particular phrase of all nations, tongue, kindreds, people, mm -hmm. that happens more than once in Scripture. So mm -hmm. to me, happens in Isaiah. John all says, "Wow, look, everybody, everybody, everybody's here. All kinds of people. Are now here. everybody's not here, but all this number." Mm -hmm. It wasn't based on who they were. Yeah. They're all it wasn't in. all. It wasn't They're all. all um, and this is in heaven. And I love this though. He looks at John and he's like, "Ask him who they are," <laughs> because John's just like blessing and thanksgiving and wisdom and honor and power. <laughs> John got caught away in the praise service uh -huh. of, of heaven for a minute, and I could just see that guy going, "Don't you want to know who they are?" Because it's <laughs> right. He, he doesn't even know to ask the question. Okay. He's like, and somebody had to tell me, "Hey, John, ask who are these guys?" Like something I, I would so do. I'm like, I would. That would be me. I'm like, I'll just stay right here and praise and love. And I'm one of the elders. Now, who are the elders? <laughs> There's 24 elders. Remember. They throw their crowns down every five minutes. Right, and so right? they represented what? The grace? Uh, we think they represent the, those saved well, in the Old tribes. Testament and the New Testament. We think that. Yeah. They could be literally the 24 elders that from Adam to the 24th one from the Old Testament. People think that. You know who they are? Saved by the blood of the Lamb. Uh -huh. Whoever they are they and are whatever right they there. represent, one of them goes, hey, John. <laughs> and one of the elders answered saying unto me, that's funny, quit doing that. I think that's hilarious. <laughs> the... <laughs> Wait, and one of the elders, verse 13, answered, saying unto me, What are these which are arrayed in white robes? Don't you want to know who they and are? <laughs> and where'd they come from? How'd they get here, who John? Are and who they, are and they? Where'd they come from? <laughs> and John's like, and Oh, I yeah. Said oh, unto yeah. Him, Sir, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> you know. Thou knowest. And he, and he said to me, These are they 
which came out of great tribulation and have washed their robes and made them white. In what? How'd they get there? In the blood of the lamb. In the blood of the lamb. Same way I'm going. Same, Same way, way Moses is going. going. <laughs> Same way Adam is going. We're, we've been made white in the blood of the lamb. Mm-hmm. If you're going to heaven, you're going through Christ. If you're mm-hmm. looking for another way, you're a thief and a robber. Yep. And you're going to get caught. And then he says this, Therefore are they before the throne of God, and serve him day and night in his temple. And he, his temple? He has a temple? Apparently. wonder where they got a temple. Was that the pattern that Moses maybe got? Was the temple, Solomon got the temple pattern? Anyway, sorry. Serve him day and night in his temple, and he that sitteth on the throne shall dwell among them. And I don't know, this is, this is tender to me. They shall hunger this no is, more. This is, I think, where the concentration camp images came to me. Mm-hmm. Something, and they've went through the great tribulation. tribulation. Mm-hmm. They've went through trouble like the earth has never known. Mm-hmm. And it, I can just see him like those soldiers picking up those. And hugging them to- close to You're him. You're yeah. no more. They shall hunger no more, neither thirst nope. anymore. No matter what the suffering was, it's done. It's, it's over. Neither shall the sun light on them, nor any heat. For the Lamb which is in the midst of the throne shall feed them and shall lead them unto living fountains of water. There's our hero. And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes. Here they are. And (laughs) everything they've been through. I wrote down Psalm 23. If Matt's listening, I wrote down Psalm 23 right here because the Lord is my my shepherd. shepherd. I shall not want. The Lamb is going to feed them. Mm -hmm. And And I can just see that. The tender compassion of the shepherd with those. Now they're doing good now. They're in mm-hmm. white robes. They're praising. They're healthy. They're good. But how gently and, and abundantly he cares for his people. And how he's going to feed them. He's going to live among them. He's going to wipe away their tears. Personally, All wipe away their tears. tears. You know what that eyes. is? That's a face-to-face encounter mm-hmm. with your maker. That's God. That's the maker of the universe caring enough to wipe your personal tears away not to hunger. caring Can about you, think you of all the people in the no world more. who've starved right right who starved to death they starve because they don't take the mark of the beast mm-hmm. they do right right they During starve and are killed because they won't do, they align won't do themselves the with says. evil and yep. we'll talk more about that in later yep. chapters because right. this doesn't go in a straight line but but they they are all the things they've suffered he's he's like it was worth it yep it's worth it and, the and they're are, not here going why would you make us go through that they're saying Blessings Blessings and and glory and and wisdom and thanksgiving and honor and power and might be unto our God forever and ever. Amen. You don't have a complainer among them. They're saying, this was worth it. Mm -hmm. What I had to go through to align myself with Christ was worth it because Mm -hmm. here I am and it was worth it after all. I wonder why the sun doesn't light on them because in that city. He's the light of the city. He's the light of the city. He's the light of the city. Nor any heat. I think that's interesting. No heat. For the Lamb which is in the midst of the throne, the one we've been seeing, the one John saw, glorified, saw him as a slain lamb that stands as alive, slain from the foundation of the world, shall feed them, shall lead them unto living fountains of water. Can you imagine? I mean, just think about, just think about all that. And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes. And then I wanted to get the very first verse. I don't know where we are on time. We're, we're over right time. Let's go ahead. Of chapter eight, because it and says, when he had "Opened the seventh seal." Okay, you're not allowed to let that wind go. Not you're not allowed down. to let that judgment go. Not because I've got people down there that needed to be protected. They need to be sealed. They need to be protected. They need my authority. Don't you let 
This loose anything yet. loose until Not they're yet. safe. Now here they are safe. And when he and had opened to the seventh seal, there was silence in heaven about the space of half an hour. From chapter one till now, there has been a continuous reign of praise. Mm-hmm. All that happens, those angels, those beings we talked about, holy, 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 Lord mm-hmm. God Almighty, who was and is and is to come, the elders, and now praising the Lamb. Can you imagine the deafening silence? Because <gasps> mm-hmm. that's what happens. Because now Here the comes. wrath of God is going to be released. Mm-hmm. His have been sealed. Mm-hmm. And the wrath is going to be released. And there is a, there is a reverential deafening silence. deafening silence in heaven. Not because they're not praised, they are not praising hour. God, but because this, my friend, is serious. This is where it's come. This is where it's going to hit the fan. Here we are. This is serious, mm-hmm. and there's mm-hmm. quiet. You know among what? Ever, among them you know all. what? Could, it could have said there was cheering because they're going to get what they deserve. It could have it said there's rejoicing because hey, that's the guy that starved me to death. That's mm-hmm. the guy that hurt me. And that's the martyrs the guy that beat have me. already that's, asked. The martyrs have already you, said, "How, how long, oh Lord?" But they that's not what's going. in heaven, because mm-hmm. you know what? Heaven is lined it. up with the heart of God and the will of God. They already God is it. not willing that any man should perish. Mm-hmm. This is happening because mm-hmm. there is a total and complete and absolute and unremitting rejection mm-hmm. of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And they are given the consequences of their choice. Mm-hmm. Right? Oh, and, and we're going to start. Silence and we're heaven. going to start there at verse one. We'll, we'll you don't want any part of that. Chapter eight. I'm just. I'll go j- jump ahead to my part, telling you, young people that are listening, young Christians, you don't want any part of that. And older Christians, let me tell you what: get over yourself. You young. have not got time to be sitting around and pouting and worrying about. We things. don't have time for that because life and eternal eternity hangs in the balance of our we decisions. We don't have time for that. You've got to by now. As a Christian, if you've been a Christian any length of time at all, it's time for you to be able to get yourself it's under time control. It's time for me. Me, and I'm talking about it, me. It, I'm talking I, about we're not me telling you. Christian. We're talking to all of us. All the things we think we're allowed to hold on to, stop it. Yeah, let it let go. Let it go, and and do what God would have you to do. And, and if He's not telling you to do something else, keep doing what He told you to do before. Yeah, right. Go back to what He be told obedient. you last time. And you know, yes. And keep doing that. Keep doing what you're supposed to do, right? Yeah, without worrying about anything, anything else at all. Because he's worth. You know what you're going to say if you, we're, we are going to say, it was worth it. Blessings and holy it was worth and worthy it. and honor. Start your day. We're not going to say, oh, I can't believe you let that that person say that to me. We're going to say, worthy and, is the and lamb. And also, don't be jealous or envious that someone else gets in. Right? Because that's where that's kind of where I started with it originally at the church. We think. We have the right to say, well, I don't think you should be here. You, What are you doing? We want them all in. All of them. We want so that's everybody what wants. in, right? That's so what he wants. So that's what I want. You can't look at I'm someone sealed. and say, I'm, I mean, I might look at someone and be afraid of them because I don't know, but God loves them. So we've got to figure out how to handle those situations, and I'm guilty of that too. So thank you for joining us. I'm sorry we ran over just a little bit. Hopefully there was something good in that you can pick out of it. Keep your Bibles open. Keep them. Keep reading. Keep praying for wisdom and understanding. Get your heart right. Get it set with God. Um, quit trying to be with the world. 
we got to we got to focus on where we're headed. Is there anything else you want to add to that? Mm -mm. All right, we'll see you next week.